time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome back into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. This is Trevor Hall, and today is Tuesday, February 6th. Good morning. Yesterday, gold continued lower with the sell-off starting out of the gate Sunday evening. Gold fell steadily from $2,058 to a low of $2,031 by shortly after the COMEX opened. The Mining Stock Journal did note that the gold price rallied, ironically going into the London AM fix, which suggests that the bullion banks used the price decline to cover short-sell commitments on the LBMA. Silver followed along the same price path as gold, dropping from $22.80 Sunday evening to as low as $22.32, before bouncing to close the afternoon session yesterday at $22.41. The newsletter believes that hawkish comments on interest rate policy by Jay Powell on 60 Minutes, which triggered a big rally in the dollar, may have led to aggressive algorithmic selling of paper gold by hedge funds and CTAs. The mining stocks were hammered pretty hard in response to the movement in gold and silver, with GDX getting a 2.4% valuation haircut. The Mining Stock Journal is still confident that a rally in the precious metals sector is just around the corner. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Fireweed Metals. Fireweed Metals is advancing three different projects within the Yukon and Northwest Territories, including the flagship Macmillan Pass project, a large zinc-lead silver deposit, and the MacTung project, one of the largest and highest grade tungsten deposits in the world. Fireweed plans to advance these projects through exploration, resource definition, metallurgy, engineering, economic studies, and collaboration with indigenous people on the path to production. For more information, please visit fireweedmetals.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Laverus Gold released results from nine new drill holes testing the Butia Gold deposit located at the western edge of the LDS project in southern Brazil. Gold mineralization was intersected in all nine holes and included 154 meters of 1.1 grams per ton from surface, 110 meters of 0.7 grams per ton from a depth of 136 meters, and 35 meters of 1.2 grams per ton from a depth of 136 meters. Laverus Gold's short-term corporate objective is to define an economic gold resource on the LDS project with a focus on the Butia Gold Deposit and adjacent Fazenda do Posto Gold Target. The current drilling program consists of two diamond drill rigs that are now on site and designed to test exploration targets continuously from now until the first half of 2025. Laver School trades on the Venture with LGC and on the OTCQX with LGCFF. Aldebaran Resources reported results from the first four drill holes of the 2023 and 24 field campaign at the Altar Copper Gold Project in San Juan, Argentina. Due to snow constraints at the time of commencing the current field season, three of the holes were significant stepouts to test the southern extension of mineralization, 
within the large conductive geophysical anomaly at Alter. These holes did not intersect the porphyry intrusion rocks typically associated with the higher grade mineralization at the Altar at Altar, however, they did intersect low to moderate grade mineralization in wall rocks. Results included 878 meters of 0.32% copper equivalent and 923 meters of 0.26% copper equivalent. Aldebaran trades on the venture with LD, excuse me, ALDE, and on the OTCQX with ADBRF. Caliber Mining also published new drill results this morning from the Frank Zone, which is a gold target one kilometer southwest of the mineral resources on the Valentine Gold Mine, recently acquired from Marathon Gold in Newfoundland and Labrador. Highlights included 3.14 grams per ton gold over 14.8 meters, 3.1 grams per ton gold over 7.3 meters, and 39.9 grams per ton over 1.8 meters. Frank hosts the same geological characteristics as the nearby Leprechaun, Barry, and Marathon deposits, which currently total 3.96 million ounces of measured and indicated mineral resource resources and an inferred mineral resource of 1.1 million ounces. Caliber mining trades on the TSX with CXB and on the OTCQX with CXBMF. Lift Power reported 10 drill holes completed at the Big West Knight and Key pegmatites within the Yellowknife Lithium Project in Northwest Territories. Highlights from today's release include 13 meters of 1.1% lithium oxide and is located 500 meters to the northwest of any drilling completed to date. This hole confirms that spodamine mineralization is present in drilling over 900 meters of strike length at Key. Also at Key, the company drilled 12 meters of 1.21%. At night, drilling returned 5 meters of 1.24%. Lift Power trades on the Venture with LIFT and on the OTCQX with LIFFF. Cultural Resources announced results of an updated mineral resource estimate for the Moss Deposit at the East and the East Coldstream Deposit at the Moss Gold Project in Ontario. This report shows an indicated resource of 1.5 million ounces grading 1.23 grams per ton gold within 39 million tons, while the inferred resource sits at 5.1 million ounces grading 1.1 grams per ton within 146 million tons. The total resource tonnage increase is just under 1% overall over the 2023 maiden resource estimate. However, the overall grade increase versus the 2023 estimate is approximately 11%. Gold Shore Resources trades on the venture with GSHR and on the OTCQB with GSHRF. Embanion Gold reported results from its Phase 1 metallurgical test program for the ORMAC project in Yukon. Three gold recovery process flow sheets have been identified through the Phase 1 test program. Gold recoveries averaged 91% from 75 micron bottle roll cyanidation tests and another 91% from carbon and leach carbon and pulp processes. Gold recoveries for the combined gravity and flotation processes are estimated at 84%. Keep leach gold recoveries estimated to range from 64 to 72% based on coarse size bottle roll testing. 
on flotation recovery into a rougher concentrate recovered an average of 90, excuse me, 89% of the gold. So positive results all in all. Banyan Gold trades on the Venture Exchange with BYN and on the OTCQB with BYAGF. All right, everybody, that's a wrap here on the morning briefing. We'll be back with some more market commentary and corporate updates, so stay tuned. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Commodity Network and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over the Junior Mining Network. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.